0: you doing welcome to the michael dupree variety hour on all podcast providers including stitcher google play itunes and more if there's any podcast providers out there that we are not on email it to me at
1: www.help.com
0: we've got a really great show for you today
1: (laughs) really your website
0: nope okay (laughs) that's not my website (laughs) Website is net, Baby, easy to remember, easy to forget, depending on how good you are at remembering names. But the name of this show, the name of this person that's talking to you is in the name of the show, so if you're listening to the show and you forget my name, just open up your little phone and look at the name of the show. Chances are that person is me. We've got a good show for you guys today. <laughs> We're off to a good... A, a good start. Started. Very good start. We have bass and voice musician. Is that what you would call yourself?
1: Improviser. Composer. Yeah.
0: Co- improvising proposer. Proposer. Propos- Betsy Sukup <laughs> on the show. president of the F- Let's hope not. <laughs> a Me? woman president. I know. <laughs> oh, come on. I would do the worst thing. Later on, we are going to have another guest, and it's going to be very fun. The name of our, <laughs> our guest <laughs> later is going to be Minnie Oswald. She's a social entrepreneur. It's not sure what that means, but I guess we'll find out. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. But let's introduce formally our first guest, Betsy Sukup. up Good job. Thank you. Where do you get a name like that?
1: My parents gave it to not me.
0: Not <laughs> Betsy. Because Betsy's short for...
1: Souk- it's short for Elizabeth.
0: Elizabeth. Yeah, where the heck? Who came, who came up with that? What Betsy? With like that Betsy's a short for. I don't
1: know why is Dick a nickname for Richard.
0: Why is Jack a nickname for John? It is. Yes. Oh. I mean, I'm, there are people named Jack. Yeah,
1: I don't know where these nicknames come from, other than like so, one day someone called someone named Elizabeth Betsy. I like, don't. I don't like it. That's the, Not a
0: wow. I mean, I like. Yeah. I like the name Betsy. I don't like that. There's a nickname. It's situation. a nick. Yeah, it's a nickname situation. I've
1: been thinking about changing it to just Betsy because something's say elizabeth like all legal documents and people are like who's that (laughs) like it's still me but anyway to answer your question sukup is check
0: because i had a gym teacher (gasps) in Hilbert middle school whose name was mr sukup
1: wow yeah there's a lot of us
0: i always called him mr cup of soup
1: yeah i've been (laughs) called that um my softball coach called me lipton Uh oh because lipton cup of soup so is just, that a thing? Yep. Lipton. I you don't, know how like the iced tea, Lipton iced tea? Yes. There's also Lipton cup of soup. It's a red package. It's that's, like a powdered shit that you, <laughs> it's that's, like ramen, but like. That's not real. Kind of country. <laughs> don't
0: spread lies to my listener base, Betsy. It, it is
1: real. And I, if you want, you can call me Lipton whenever you want.
0: I'm not. <laughs> Betsy Lipton.
1: <actually>. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you
0: sound very like high, like high Hi falutin. Oh.
2: Hello, I'm Betsy Lipton.
1: Yes, this is there a good conversation to get me a new moniker. Yeah,
0: there we go. That's what this whole show's been about. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Mike of the Pre-Variety Hour. <laughs> That's been our show. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. It's only been four MIMS.
1: Four minutes? Oh, really? Already?
0: Yeah, Yeah. see? It goes by fast. It does go by fast. Yeah. But let's not call attention to how long it's <laughs> okay. been. Let's talk about, I mean, we've got in one, no, what is it? Less than one week. Because today is December nineteenth, I think. Yeah, December nineteenth. You got any good holiday plans coming today up, is Betsy? Today December tenth. Shh. Today is December nineteenth, the day that this episode's All airing. Right. <laughs> okay, cut right there. <laughs> nah, we'll break the fourth wall. We um, do it every time I record this. I'm
1: going to. So for the holidays, I'm going to my mom's house in mm. Southern California.
0: Whoa, you you walk in there? Yes. Man, better get, it's, it's December 10th, you better get walking.
1: It's December 19th. Well, whatever. <laughs> yes. Continuity of the show has been okay. shattered.
0: The canon. Just,
1: I didn't get a briefing at the top of the show to know what Yeah, to that's say. a good
0: point. That's a good point. Mm, I don't got any holiday plans. You don't? Nah. <laughs> really? I mean, well, I mean, it's just, you know, the regular. You know, just you know, go. You like, pet
1: the cat or something? Pet
0: my cats, yep. We see... I don't we my girlfriend and I we got these foster cats this cat and two kittens and we decided you know what that's gonna be a present to each other we're gonna put little bows on their head on Christmas that's That's gonna be our Christmas plans and then go see family and stuff but you know I never go do cool stuff you know on Christmas I don't go to Empire State
1: or like go see a movie
0: oh I thought was a tradition in my family Yep, Lord of the Rings I always would, used to go see the Lord of the Rings movies. Movie.
1: You should go see Moonlight. It's really good.
0: Mm, I hear that. It's really good. I hear it's good. I hear it's like boyhood, but better.
1: It's way different from boyhood, I think. Well, but, I guess I yeah.
0: was heard wrong.
1: It does follow like the growing up of a boy, but it's kind of different.
0: Hood, mm, oh. Very interesting. So tell us a little bit about... Oh, my God. Your- what? <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself, Betsy.
1: Okay, uh, Where'd you grow up? I grew up in a suburb of Chicago.
0: Whoa! Windy and, city! Yeah, and was I... Uh, on a scale from 1 to 10, how windy is Chicago?
1: It's fucking windy.
0: Whoa. Like, 11? <laughs> Whoa! So the stories are true. Yeah. Uh, so you, you know all those, like, videos you see online? People, like, walking across the street, and they, like... It's like they're hitting a brick wall. I
1: mean, that's... Yeah, that's, like, the extreme. But mm. it's generally windy. It's also on the lake. So, of course, it's windy. Ooh. Lake Michigan. Um...
0: What was it like growing up over there?
1: It was good. I mean, I was in the suburbs, so I feel like that's kind of a weird vacuum of artistic. So, like, I studied classical bass growing Mm -hmm. up, and so I just was in this, like, orchestra. Like, from starting at what age? Eleven. Ooh. Yeah, so fifth grade. So it's, like, I heard my dad's big band. He played trombone in, like, jazz bands, big bands, and stuff. And then I, like, was in orchestras, and so I only got... I feel like i i got that and then whatever music i bought to listen to which at the time was like spice girls Ooh, baby and then later which was Spice like, girl are you <laughs> oh which one which one are you the, the one that doesn't exist yet named Uh-oh. betsy betsy <laughs> spice <laughs> yeah That's not a,
0: well i guess scary isn't spicy either. i'm ginger spice in case anyone's wondering oh yeah but, i was wondering <laughs> go on
1: <laughs> uh so yeah chicago is weird i don't know it's I wasn't in the city very much because mm. I was in the suburbs, obviously. But I
3: didn't,
1: so, um, I didn't. I wanted to leave right when I graduated high school. So and I, did you? Yeah, I went to Butler University. Where's that at? Indianapolis. Whoa. Mm-hmm, for bass performance, and then I went to University of Michigan for bass performance. Your grad school? Yeah, I have a doctorate of musical arts.
0: So, so that's what brought you to Michigan. Yes. Well, what made you stay in Michigan?
1: Ah, uh, so. <laughs> It's kind of complicated. After I got my doctorate, I moved around a bit, and I was in Iowa, and then I was in Chicago again, and then I was in Montana. the heck were you doing in Montana? Working on a farm.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not something a lot of people typically do after going to grad school for music. Yeah. It, well, help, why, like, why the university
1: there? setting for, like, the arts, or more specifically for music mm-hmm. performance, can be quite stifling. So it's like... Just got to
0: get that open air. Yeah,
1: I was, like, sick of being told what to do and, like, following a certain path. Wow. And a certain trajectory. And I just was, like, in school for so long. Yeah. <laughs> until Eight I years. Was 28, nine years. Nine years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was just, like, got to get out. Mm-hmm. Got to pull some weeds, plant some tomatoes.
0: That must have been really therapeutic.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's weird because there's, like, a, then it's a different sort of, like, you have fresh air and you kind of have freedom to do whatever you want, but then you like miss like the art scene of a city.
0: You know, every time you say "fresh air," Terry Gross gross and, charges you gross $9. another wrinkle. Oh. oh, I love Terry Gross. That was mean. That
1: was mean. She's not that old, is she?
0: Is she? I don't know. I thought I, I maybe I'm pic- picturing someone else. She's short.
1: She looks very different than I expected her to look. Mm-hmm.
0: So. I love Terry Gross. Fresh air is one of the best shows ever. Anyway, we're not here to advertise other podcasts. So, we so, how long were you doing that, uh, working on the farm?
1: It was just a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I ended up coming back to Detroit because I was, um, or back to Michigan, moving to Detroit because a lot of my friends were living in Detroit and playing. Friends from grad school mostly, um, free improvisers. So, like.
0: You were playing music all throughout this, like still?
1: Kind of. Just like a little, little, taking focus off a little bit, you know. It's like
0: you'd spent in the last like 20 years. Interestingly
1: enough, the way I got into comedy improv was by not doing as much music anymore. You know, I graduated and within four months I was taking classes because I just was like. I wanted to play and be creative, but mm-hmm. I was kind of like, okay, the music thing that's happening and that'll continue to happen, but I need to like put it on the back burner, right? And then comedy improv was just like this entirely other world of creativity that I was like, oh my god, what have Com- I? Done how it? do
0: you feel like comedy improv and musical improv, like jazz, and differentiate?
1: Um, <clears throat> well, like comedy improv is really. Direct, whereas the music, the free improvisation music that I play is super like abstract and like Mm -hmm. kind of opaque in a way. Like you can't. It's. Um. (laughs) It it's like more difficult to tell when you like mess up, or it's a little bit less pressure in my opinion. It's it's
0: more difficult to tell when you mess up in improv comedy. In music. Oh.
1: It's easy to tell if you mess up in improv comedy because. You're just not. You're playing. saying words. So this is the thing. I, it's really hard for me to. I'm glad you asked, but it's like super difficult for me to compare these two because improv comedy uses words, which mm-hmm. everybody knows. Right. Improv music. It's like some people study music. Everybody listens Most people to music, don't. but it's like, yeah. How much of the language do you really know? It's like,
0: oh, they meant to play that sour note. Like, yeah. yeah. And
1: as long as you go with that sour note, it's right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like. It's yes and to an extreme in music because it's so nebulous and kind of, like, sparkly. Oh, that's a weird way to describe it. Sparkly. Glittery is probably it's more like, accurate. It's less concrete.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I didn't expect that. I expected it to be more like... I expected um, improv comedy to be more... Um, less, like... Would you say improv comedy is more intimidating than musical comedy?
1: Um for me it is Mm -hmm. um part of that is yeah i I didn't do acting or theater of any sort before starting improv comedy but um i'm comfortable performing which helps with improv like i i don't really feel nervous like for my own psyche or something you know i'm not like oh Mm -hmm. no what if i mess up but i kind of still realize how much there is to learn because i've only been doing acting for two years and i've been doing music for like 14 years (laughs) Geez. More than that. 15, 16, 17. It's a what's, long time. What's thirty minus eleven? Nineteen.
0: 30, yeah, it's something like that. I don't um, think thirty uh, minus eleven is nineteen. <laughs> you think you mean oh he said minus not divided. <laughs> I started said, <laughs> I think said thirty divided by 11. Well,
1: actually even longer because I took piano lessons as a kid. So it's mm. like I was and I was singing at church, you know, so I was learning music from a really young age, but acting where you make up the words on the spot that's so intimidating to me
0: see i'm the opposite yeah i've always oh i uh i've always been like really into performing and acting and stuff and then when i try to like learn music i just get really intimidated and discouraged really quickly
1: interesting do you think it's as simple as like we're just not used to that other kind
0: do you think you and i were just like split like we were actually like the same No, i've heard
1: many people um express a similar thing where they're used to one type of performance mm-hmm. um even if it's like public speaking or like stand-up comedy which is pretty scripted and then they're like oh but like music do you
0: think stand-up comedy is ableist
1: <laughs> what because like, they stand up because if you're handicapped you can't oh my stand God. up i've seen handicapped stand-up comedy
0: no you haven't you've seen stand- you've seen handicapped sit down comedy
1: no i've seen them standing up and they're handicapped
0: Oh, because then everyone. That's handicap is
1: very general, Michael. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I you're guess I'm the ablest. Yeah. <laughs> handicap doesn't mean you, you can't stand up.
0: <laughs> but what about the ones that can't stand up? All right, we're gonna.
1: Does this question keep you up at night? No.
0: Okay. <laughs> Good. <I'm> so <laughs> let's talk a little bit more about your music. So you, uh, you your music is just your bass, guitar, mm-hmm. and your voice. It's an upright bass. Yes. Yes. Okay. Bass, upright bass guitar
1: no there's no guitar I know okay I just... <laughs> there are different instruments
0: okay so you and your upright bass uh-huh Never ever had a sit-down bass okay <laughs> um you just can't help so that's kind of like a interesting combination I don't think I've ever I mean I've heard what's that woman called that uh, the, Spaulding. oh I didn't she's just a bass and voice
1: um she has a band i guess oh, okay is that who you're thinking no of? i
0: was thinking of um man i don't remember the name it's uh just uh, it's a woman and just a harp. oh um,
1: joanna Newsom.
0: oh I guess her too I was, i'm thinking of a specific uh, different person oh um but
1: i might not know this person
0: but the so yeah so what made you want to just do a, a solo project because i know you do have like an a, a trio where you do play with the band mm-hmm. but what made you want to do a solo project with just you and your bass
1: I mean, that's just kind of how it started, like as an improviser, um, my second year of my doctorate, I was kind of trying to do this little habit of just the first thing I did when I got to my instrument was hit record and Mm -hmm. improvise. And one day I started singing. So it just kind of came to be out of improvisation, out of like a play state. So then it was like, that's all I was doing was um, singing just me and my bass at at first, because that's how it was created. But I have done, um, like, expanded versions with a band. I just don't have a band in Detroit right now. Um, So
0: we're going to play a few of your songs today on the show. Um, Are these songs, were these songs improvised, or...?
1: Um, Like, (laughs) that's a really good question. So the first song I ever wrote, which I don't think I brought today um, or sent to you, was completely improvised mm-hmm. and then I relearned it from a recording but most songs have like portions that I've impro- that I improvised in the moment and then I listen back to it and then I like change the words or like figure out the exact length of the verse and then like sometimes it's a week later I have a different idea that I don't know what it is and I might be singing in my car and then like the next day I go back to kind of like playing the bass and I'm like oh that's the chorus to this song and I didn't I don't know if that makes sense. So it's like little chunks are improvised. More often than not. Definitely. And sometimes it's like a good portion of the song I just do in the moment. But it that's like that's like saying I don't know. That's like saying magic does it every time. It's like <laughs> a magic lot of Johnson. it is grueling and like but they're little snippets of um like moments of creative flow, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I have to kind of like piece it together and Yeah. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't really have a good process yet, but
0: you know what? Every process is a good a process. Pro. You can't yeah. have process without pro. Oh my God! So let's play your first Did song. you come up with these before we started. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so here is Betsy Sue Cup's first song. It is "Do You Even Care." That was really freaking wow. Thanks. <laughs> that was great. What inspired that song?
1: <laughs> that is a very good question, my goodness. Thank you. Um, I wrote it down yesterday. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever said this in such a public context. Are you comfortable? Yeah. Um I was but in that chair. Yeah, the com the, the chair is good. The okay, great. Air temperature is good. Good. Um I was having a situation with someone at the time (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah this person was not available Mm -hmm. um and so that was stressful Mm -hmm. and i felt kind of like uh used in a way and like kind of discarded it's just this like temporary um connection in the bigger scheme of life where you have like commitments and like um yeah bigger responsibilities to other people and so i was just like pissed at this person for (laughs) kind of screwing over me and his partner at the time i don't know if that's a that's a little bit cryptic but (laughs) i I
0: think we get it every everything you just said sounded like bright eyes lyrics (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) like if without rhyming like it just sounded but it I don't, <laughs> sounded like I was listening to an acapella Bright Eyes song.
1: I don't think I've listened to Bright Eyes, but that's, well, <laughs> I'm gonna have to now.
0: But you just you just made a Bright Eyes song. Yeah. Call up Connor Oberst. Let him know that you're part of the band. Now. Yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So I I, fe- I feel like that song like um was a result of like I didn't have any other way to express what was going on because it was such a secret to mm-hmm. the entire world that I was just like writing these or these songs were coming out. Like, that one was pretty much improvised just like that. I mm-hmm. sped it up a little bit, and I changed a couple things. But that's pretty much what came out the first time. So I You improvised
0: like, the lyrics, too?
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really I mean, cool. they're repetitive and simple, so it's just like, at the time, I was really new to this, like, writing thing. I mm-hmm. That was, like, the second, third song I'd ever written. And I was just like, I'm going to pick up my bass and play. And that's what came out, because that's what was happening at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that... I feel like when things are the most intense is when I can just improvise a song. So it's, like, so painful that I'm just, like, this is the only outlet is to, like...
0: Well, I almost think it's more impressive that the lyrics are improvised, even though it's simple, because when... I feel like, personally, when I improvise comedy or even when I was, like, trying to play guitar and write songs and stuff, I would try to, like, just improvise the words at first, and I would have a tendency to, like, overstate things a lot, you know what I mean? So the fact that you kept it down to, like, four or five words. Yeah, I think know.
1: and I think that's because it's in the m- moment and I like can't do anything more complicated. Like playing the bass and singing <laughs> is super difficult to yeah. me, so like, I can't say more than like do you care? Do you even care? Like Yeah. Like, gets it, the point across. So. Right. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so um you mentioned earlier that you have a uh your your improv trio. Right. What well, tell us a little bit about that?
1: Um so I like Free improvisers just kind of get together sometimes and play. And I went to a friend's house one night um, in December, like almost exactly two years ago. And my friends, John and Marcus contacted me afterwards to ask if I wanted to be in a trio with them. Mm -hmm. So we had played in a larger group. There were a few more people, but specifically I think what happened is they were looking for a bass player anyway. And so I was like, yeah, let's do it. And the first time we played together, just the three of us, we recorded it. Mm -hmm. And, um, we have since released that um, first recording session. Just recently, yeah. Yeah, we re- released it on Bandcamp. And um, how can and, we find that? Yeah, my trio is Lanula, N A N U L A. So it's, I think it's like bandcamp.com slash Lanula. I, I honestly don't know the specific. <laughs> right <on. laughs> But that's the name. I should work on that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's a free improvisation trio. So it's bass, obviously, I play bass, saxophone, and drums my friend Marcus Elliott plays saxophone and flute and my friend John Taylor plays drums uh, percussion instruments and we uh, incorporate a lot of nature based contemplative practices Mm. into our improvisation so like we will kind of channel communication with different elements which sounds really hippy-dippy but um,
0: the right amount of hippy-dippy
1: yeah it's like it works really well Because it kind of helps get our, uh, all three of us have shared that it, it, like, by focusing on something like that, it helps to get out of the way, kind Mm -hmm. of, like, as as an individual. So I, I do feel like my ego is less involved when I'm, like, focused on air, you know? I'm just like, oh, the air, or water, or earth. And it sounds Just like Captain Planet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it does sound so crazy when I put it into words. But in, in the moment, I'm like, "Oh, good. At least I don't have to think about like me and what people think yeah. about me and like Trust your instincts. my own." Exactly. Trust your instincts is a good way to put it.
0: So we're gonna play your next song. Um, it's called "Sink Down." you want to tell us a little bit about this song?
1: Um Oh, yeah, that's a good segue, because this one has some elements in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good job. We yeah, planned yeah, yeah. that, I swear. No, we didn't. Um, <laughs> Nothing is the, planned. I wrote this when I was living in Iowa. for. I did this project called February Album Writing Month. I think you mean February. 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 February, 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 February. Rocher. So it's fawm.org and it's it's project. It's kind of like the National Novel Writing Month. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's for an album, so I wrote this for that. And I don't. I think I had the words first, and then I kind of was improvising a little bit on the bass, and then I came up with this like bass line, and that's kind of
0: one thing I, I really like about this song that we're about to play, sync down, is mm-hmm. how much the bass sounds like like sharp breathing, like it oh. sounds like um. You seem surprised by that. Like I you know. did Like you didn't Sharp breathing. Did you not realize that? Sharp breathing? Like like yeah, just like <sighs> uh, Like that almost. Not like uh, it sounds prettier than that. No, you but, mean the, <laughs> like
1: I think oh uh, do you mean this one that's like Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wait, I'm yeah am, uh, yeah The other
1: one is like <opposites> <laughs> later, <laughs> I'm talking about later here. in the song. Uh, it a little- <laughs> <laughs> Why play recordings when I can just <laughs> make up? sounds? Right. Why
0: even play the bass? <laughs> just like loop your voice.
1: I mean the one that's like from from from. I don't. I don't. Uh, maybe we should listen to it and then you can explain to me about the sharp breathing because <laughs> okay. I really don't know what you mean. Okay. Give All me right. a wink when we get to <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
0: Here is Betsy Sue Cup with Sink (laughs) Down. welcome wow that was great <laughs> thank you <laughs> so you're telling me that you hear that and you don't hear the breathing
1: i do know that you say it i just didn't that's not what i heard i don't know i it didn't intend that or like hear it when you explained it but then once you showed me while it was playing i kind of get it I guess. <laughs> it's like
0: showing you this cool song i heard except it's your song <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i don't know i just
0: the song's like very anxious sounding very... Yeah,
1: it kind of is, I guess. I really like that's listening the... to it. It calms me down a little oh, bit. Oh, wow. But I really like playing it, too, because I can just focus, like, the bass part is so fast and so repetitive that I can just play it. It's it's weird. I feel so very relaxed when I perform interesting,
0: actually. that's... I, 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 I... When I listen to it, 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 I interpreted it as, like, a song that was, like, very anxiety. So is it... Would you say it's a song that releases a lot of anxiety?
1: Yeah, I would say I'm an anxious person, mm-hmm. and um... Perform like writing music and performing it is a really great outlet for me. Like, I there's this um, thing that Bjork it's like a lyric where she says she creates something that this is not verbatim and it creates like a blueprint. Of, verbatim,
0: I barely knew oh him. Oh, god!
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, there's like you create a blueprint of what you're feeling on the inside and it balances out the pressure between the inside and the outside. Mm-hmm. Does that I I'm sure someone I, I resonate that. yeah like i resonate <laughs> with like when i create something about how i'm feeling mm-hmm. i i feel better okay. i i think lots of artists feel that way
0: so um do know. you so you you really feel like music is a great way even if a song sounds like really about anxious and stuff you feel like when you play music it really helps express and relieve yes. a lot of that
1: Yes, I feel much less anxious when I'm performing and after I perform. Mm-hmm. And I've had people multiple different times um, performances say like it's interesting how I perform this. Not necessarily, I don't think they say sad music, but yeah, this like angsty kind of dark music. And then I'm smiling in mm-hmm. between the songs or afterwards, and I'm like, well, I feel good. <laughs> like I, I don't know that the, those aren't mutually exclusive. Like writing. Right. Stuff, writing or creating art about something that feels bad doesn't mean you feel bad all the time. That's a good point. I think it's like we shouldn't. I I feel worse if I repress all that stuff and don't make something.
0: Mm-hmm. So what? Going back um, to the beginning, what <laughs> <laughs> what made you pick bass guitar? Because
1: well, I don't play bass guitar. Oh, I
0: keep saying that <laughs>
1: yeah. upright
0: bass. What made you pick upright
1: bass? <laughs> Dang um, it! My I. I started on cello, so what I don't remember but what I'm told is that when my dad was playing in big bands I would go watch the bass player, mm-hmm. the upright bass player, and like just stand near the bass player and watch them watch this guy play and then I was like, I wanna play the bass when I get older. I don't remember that probably because I was like six or seven, but then I I chose the bass. I don't know, I just who wants to play violin, like that the stupidest instrument. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> it's And I like, um, I think I'm attracted to, like, lower sounds they are, like, calming to me. So, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's it's like I picked what was right for me in some weird way. (laughs) I don't know. Perfect.
0: Well, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to have our next guest on the show. Minnie Oswald. Minnie Oswald, social entrepreneur.
1: (laughs) Hehehe.
0: stick around oh wait before we go Uh uh-huh where can we hear more of your solo music oh my
1: gosh i'm so glad you asked yes so i have a soundcloud and in the late winter early spring i'll be releasing a double album what everything i've written why not just call it a really long album i don't know but double album is like the it's like the 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 term they use in the industry. Wow. So you can find it um through my website which is BetsySoup.com. B- that's Betsy e-
0: Soup, Su- T- not Betsy Soup Cup.
1: Right. B-E-T-S-Y S O U K U P dot com.
0: With a space somewhere in there.
1: Nope.
0: Oh wait, yeah, it's, it's a website. That's a URL, right.
1: Yeah. Dang it. Don't listen to Michael. Betsy Don't listen Soup to this the show. <laughs> and then I'll like that's where you can hear about where when I'll be releasing it. And Great.
0: Yeah. Yes, queen. Buy my
1: shit. <laughs> yeah. Buy it. Buy also, it or also die running it. for city council within the next few years. So vote for me. Kay. Is that real? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really? It's it's happening. I can't tell you. You're, you're no, making I'm, like a shitty face. I'm <laughs> I'm serious, but like, <laughs> it's funny to say. But I'm really gonna do it.
0: Well, you better stop saying the word shit on the air. Fuck. And that. <laughs> All right, well, we are going to take a break, and when we come back, Minnie Oswald will be joining us. Stick around.
2: Ho, ho, ho. It's your boy, Santa Claus, reminding you to have a prosperous and safe Christmas. You know, when I was a young lad and Christmas would come around, there weren't any toys, and I would be very upset That's why I decided to start giving Christmas presents to all my friends and all my family members and that is when I decided that no more no more Christmases would have no presents and so I climbed into my sleigh and I gave presents to all the good boys and girls in the world well now I'm just depressed. It's been a long... been a long couple of millennia, you know? It's just sad. It's just sad when you really get down and dirty and think about it, you know? It's like, uh... Does anyone really appreciate me? You know, everyone, once people get old enough, they stop believing in me? And it's like, oh, well, I guess, uh... I guess these presents just got here by themselves. I guess, uh, old St. Nick didn't, uh, hasn't been giving you, uh, it's been taking time out of his hard, his year to go around and make you presents and, uh, deliver them. And, uh, it just, you know, I, uh, guess what I, what is it, uh, that I, uh, I'm, uh, I miss you guys. I miss the people that used to believe in me. And, uh, I miss the cookies you used to leave, leave out. Oh ho, ho 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 Have a Merry Christmas and uh, Happy Holidays and uh... I love you. I love you. Oh, ho ho! ho.
0: Welcome back to the Michael DePre Variety Hour. Ba, 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 ba. Is that my new theme song? <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: I'm great. Uh, we are back. I am here with my guest Betsy Sukup. Hey, how are you doing, Betsy? Great, still great, so great. Good, good. good. <laughs> and we are also joined by my second guest. She is a social entrepreneur. Her name is Minnie Oswald.
3: Oh my gosh! Hi. How are you? How
0: are you doing, Minnie?
3: <sighs> I'm so so pumped to be here.
0: Great. Yeah. So uh, what's a, what exactly is a social entrepreneur?
3: Okay, so I, I like don't really follow like traditional like nine to five, right? Like, right, of course. Um, like my parents have like made it so that such. Um, I spend an enormous amount of my time traveling. You mm-hmm. um, can follow it on my blog. Um, Where
0: is that? What's your blog?
3: So my blog is Meanie um, Wanda Must. At blogs but it's, it's sort of like i can't really relate to people wander must wander must mm-hmm.
1: that's beautiful
3: um and uh i was okay so i was like in africa i was in like Tanzania or uh, uganda um and i noticed that, just can't
0: put your finger on it
3: yeah <laughs> um i was just traveling a ton and like you're smoking a lot. So, like, sometimes, like, the details just get, like, washed away. But um, I noticed, like, a lot of these um, indigenous people were wearing, like, the same clothing every day. Mm-hmm. so I started a project. I have so many projects. I'm excited for this opportunity to talk about them on your show. I'm very a happy to have you. Of Michael Dupree hour. Um, yep. <laughs> I'm excited to see which Michael comes up today. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for the questions you can ask me because I haven't talked about this in a long time. Well, well, well Tell on... us
0: a little bit about. Okay, so yeah, so these the products.
3: these women specifically um, in these sort of underserved populations they wear like the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, how can we bring high fashion to these places? Oh, um, and so that's my project. Um,
0: well, how how do you go about doing that? Do they do they uh, Take it in with stride, or do they, they go? Do they kind of? Yeah, do they want it? Do they deny it?
3: We are mostly like in a stage where where my consultants uh, like will travel there, and it's funny because at this point we've just been like actually like taking some of their fashion back to the states. Mm-hmm. Well, um, oh, like cultural appropriation. like Yeah. Well, I love that you said that <laughs> because. <laughs> um, yeah, like we are borrowing from like these sources, and we hope that there's like a culture exchange. Yes. So like, I love cultural appropriation. <laughs> Actually, oh. it's like exactly it. you nailed it.
1: Do you credit <laughs> the culture from which you took?
0: Yeah. Do you like put a little sticker on it that says this is from Tanzania, from Tanzania is from or, Uganda. or Uganda, So or like, <laughs>
3: we try to like take a photo of that like a candidate so, like they don't even know there's like a photo in like the <laughs> element and like we just put it on the tag and it, like, it's
1: like literally stealing <laughs> like stealing you
3: took a photo of
0: the people that you stole the clothes from <laughs> or you're just stealing the style
3: like stealing the style yeah and like what we're trying to do is like regenerate it back into the population so like tom's like we were really inspired by that and so like <laughs> <laughs> but everything that we make, like we don't consider it stealing because like we give them the opportunity to like purchase it in our stores too. We have like a pilot store <laughs> in the oh village, and gosh. it's like amazing because it's the only store with air aircon. So like air conditioning, yeah, con. Okay.
1: <laughs> I did not know that's what you people called it.
3: Aircon.
0: Whoa, careful, yeah, you Aussies. You Aussies.
3: <laughs> yeah, are you Australian, American? Well, so my mom and dad um, are from New York. Um, I grew up all over. All, all over. Um, <laughs> seriously, but um, yeah, I'm mostly from Australia and like my partner's Australian, so it's like really ripped off on me. How mm-hmm.
0: long have you uh, lived in Australia?
3: Four years. Okay. Yeah. Um, You're
0: mostly Australian.
3: Mostly, yeah. It was like my former years. And, yeah. <laughs> and like I What years?
0: Like, what years was that?
3: So like 14 years old. To eighteen, but like if I, I go back and like uh, see my my partner, and, you know, we get ideas of like where to travel next, next. Um, so
1: yeah. So so you have a cultural appropriation company.
3: Yeah, and like it's doing so. Well. I have like a few projects though.
1: Do you understand the gravity of?
3: Yeah. Do you uh, like of
1: cultural appropriation? Um. Just, Minnie, I just want to know
3: that you're aware. It's- I'm getting this, like, funny vibe. Like, I
0: just- like, like haha funny or, like, yeah, uncomfortable?
3: Like, I'm, like, super, like, this platform to, like, talk about my project to, like, investors potentially. And, like, I'm, like, really excited for that. Um, So, like, the gravity of my... I mean, I, I what I think I'm doing is, like, giving <laughs> these women, like, an opportunity to, like, get the fashion that means so much to me.
1: While stealing theirs. Right.
3: Yeah, and so hopefully it's an exchange. (laughs) And so we're we're having a difficult time. Like, I would love, love, love to see, like, somebody, like, a a woman in Tanzania wearing, like, six-inch, like, Milano Blancs. Or, like, so, like, taking Vogue, (laughs) taking that and, like, offering it to people who've, like, never had that opportunity.
0: Do you give it to them, or are you making them buy it at, like...
3: So, like, if they work in our company, they can, like... Rent a buy kind of. Okay. And we've had, like, two women specifically that are, like, really in love with it. Um, they really grew up in the States, but, like, they, they are from um, Africa, so... Wait,
0: what's the name of your company?
3: So the name of my company is, um, uh, African Wear <laughs> and Share. Oh, my African
0: God. Wear and Share. Yeah.
1: Oh. Uh, That's great. Uh, do you know, uh, Tommy Lauren? Uh, do you know her? Do you tell?
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: The blonde chick from South Dakota? Do you know who Yeah.
3: That oh my gosh, she's so inspiring to me. Okay, that tells <laughs> me a lot. Just yeah. speak your mind.
1: She, she like, is the voice for the alt-right, but says she's not the voice for the alt-right? You are fami- familiar? Yeah, yeah,
3: and she's like, yeah. And you she, find her inspiring? What Was she well, so passionate about... Um, Whiteness. Her beliefs, and, like... <laughs> going Yeah, like... Right. Her, she runs yeah. on, like
1: anger
3: anger <laughs> yeah. and um but what i like about her is like she'll she'll find something that people are trying to do that like looks genuine and she will <laughs> genuine
0: looks like genuine the B yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah
3: and she'll be like no 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 don't stop looking like genuine the artist you know <laughs> like like start looking yeah. like who you are like if you are kid rock genuine like, yeah. yeah be She'd... genuine oh, okay. she's genuine
1: She's an interesting
3: character. So yeah, what's your? You, uh, you? you, you mentioned that was random. I don't know, like um, why. Yeah, bro. just yeah. like,
1: just like, um, her fashion. disrespect of yeah. anything other than. But the I am <laughs> connection well, on, I on like the
3: political climate now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So like Michelle Obama was like alright. Like her fashion was fine. And but I'm like super <laughs> oh excited God. that we're going to have like she wore the best dresses.
0: All the was, best like, dresses. A, she was
3: amazing. But but now we have this like double combo of like Barbie. Like Barbie's like in the White House now. Like
0: Barbie. Gonna,
3: Ivanka, amazing. You mean Melania? And Melania, well, both. Um, they're Barbies. I'm excited for, like, how they're going to influence our fashion line and how we can take Melania's brand and, like, just give it to, so, like, whether it's South America or Mexico, you know. Like, Do you
0: want Melania to start dressing like she's from Africa?
3: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Oh, my gosh. If, if Melania could be on the cover of my blog wearing some of the clothing that we offer, like, the connections, I would be – I would probably cry. I'd probably cry.
0: How would you cry? What would it sound like?
3: <laughs> oh my! God. So when I cry, this is really funny how I cry. <laughs> um, I'll I will like s- sit on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like lie on the floor, and I, I keek when I cry. Actually, it's really funny. Like I, I, do this like cry, but I never cry alone. Like it's only when there's other people around. Right. And, and well, so, what's the point
0: of crying alone? Who's gonna make you feel better.
3: Yeah, and like I don't, I don't have those kind of emotions unless there's other people around. I don't know. It's like more like for the for the show. Whatever. But like, yeah. So that's like, and I'm like, like I don't have tears. I, I I've never. I don't think I have tears. <laughs>
0: They wait, so when you cry, it's just kicking and screaming,
3: yeah.
1: Yeah, oh wow, that makes sense. Oh, wow.
0: so, um, with the holidays coming up, what, uh, how is it? How do the holidays typically impact your uh, company and your blog?
3: Yeah, I like travel loads, I travel loads during the holiday season. Um, <laughs> loads. um my Instagram, um, Twitter, full of it. Um, so during the holidays, like we try to push our product a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, we find that like, if we find the right college campuses that are like social entrepreneurship strong, like we'll really like, that's our audience right now. Um, and like even our t-shirt that's just like, says our name of our brand, like it's $80 and like the college students just love it. And so that's been like a really good soaking stuffer. It's been doing really well. Artesia? T-shirts? Oh, t-shirt. Yeah, like a, a, a t-shirt. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, your, your accent loves me a little bit.
0: Uh, I apologize. Sometimes I have to speak slower. What kind yeah. of t-shirts? Like graphic graphic tees, yeah. or just like blank tees. It's like a t-shirt. picture
3: of like it. Kind of reminds me like the Dafo like that's I think what inspired it. Um, but it's like contemporary, right? So it's like Africa, um, and then there's like a hanger. So it's like Africa on a hanger.
0: <laughs> like a clothing oh, hanger. Oh my yeah.
3: goodness! Wow.
0: <laughs> That's really great. That's really I'm sad. So,
3: I'm so glad you love it. <laughs>
0: How much does one of those t-shirts $80, cost? Eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. Eighty dollars. That's yeah. a stocking stuffer.
3: Yeah. Damn.
0: What is uh? Do you have any uh like big, big dresses or anything? Like, do you do wedding dresses?
3: We ha- we 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 have done one, but it's like a prototype. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's made out of um, like the home. Of Mm -hmm. of in these villages, like their homes are like made out of like this animal, and so the roofing we've we used it for. um, It was a family's home. You took someone's roof. Well, we we bought it from them. They were like so thrilled, and they could just make another one, and we made it into a wedding dress. And um, (laughs) we haven't we haven't found like the right person that's gonna be like bold enough to. So that's like also wear a African
0: roof to their wedding.
3: Yeah. So we might. I mean. We might um, try to get like um, that would be like something great to find. Like, I think in this new political climate, um, people will be more like, "Yeah, like I'm wearing this," and be more excited about it. Yeah, so, you know, the more. Racist... I mean, that's why I'm in the states right now. Yeah, yeah. So you're,
0: you're, so you're excited about the new presidency? Oh my coming gosh, out Donald Trump.
3: Yeah, and I'm dual citizen, so yeah, mm, I'm ex- I'm excited. Dual
0: citizen, so you're a citizen of both America and Australia. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was
3: born. I was born here in New York.
0: Mm-hmm. And live four years in Australia. Yeah, wow. Your parents went with you to Australia. Hmm. Wow. Great. Yeah. So, what made you decide to leave? Where do you reside right now?
3: Um. So, like, right now, I'm like doing this program. So, I'm just like traveling. Mm-hmm. Um. And I stay in like um different um Hilton hotels like around <laughs> around the world. And like it's like <coughs> called like study year. So Wait, where are
0: there Hilton hotels in Uganda and Tanzania?
3: There, there are, like, they, they don't always brand it as that, but it's like connects you through that. Like, they have okay. real estate, like, it, I think in every single country, maybe even North Korea.
0: Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. So like, Have
1: you been to North Korea?
3: No. South Korea, Seoul. It was like amazing Did you see fashion. North Korea?
0: Did you, like, look over and say, hey, hey, there's North
3: Korea. I'm still not interested. People that are so ugly. Oh, wow. Oh, no, jeez. Jeez. Like that male nerds, they're just like I try not to like do things that are upsetting when I travel.
0: Uh, <laughs> you mean like steal, steal people's rooms yeah. and their clothes? And amazing their cultural and force them into like in labor pillars
1: of their culture.
3: We like offered them to like stay ever- in our aircon facility, and they <laughs> was like aircon. God, that's so great.
0: Yeah, that's you. You're such a giving person. I try I and tell
3: yeah I mean my parents give me so much so I just try to like take what I've inherited and like you know share and th- that's the social the social entrepreneurship part mm-hmm. as well
0: so you brought a uh, you brought a uh, piece of clothing here that you- it's a brand new type mm-hmm. of piece of clothing then um,
3: yeah I'm so glad you brought it
0: up yeah it's very interesting I've never seen anything like that before
3: yeah so it looks like,
0: like almost like a sock like what exactly is that so
3: <laughs> it's for like it's not yoga um but it's, it's yogurt? Comes, it comes out of yoga and it's like Are you saying
0: uh, yoga or yogurt.
3: She's yoga. obviously saying yoga. Okay, yeah. I'm saying yoga. Don't disrespect. The I'm accent. not trying to disrespect. <laughs> it's just I get it all the time. It's I get it all the time. Um, <laughs> t-shirt, t-shirt. So what this is designed to do is, it's really like s- sweating is like a huge problem. Like if you're doing any kind of workout, and so like you never want so this is part of our clothing line and it's um, helping people who live in like hot places also there's like sorry I'm a little bit all over the place because there's so many things you can do with <laughs> with the no sweat and it's like the no sweat yeah and it's like I try to like say it like no sweat or like no sway depending <laughs> on where I'm like sweat. sometimes oh, the tea no. just N-s-, like the <laughs> <"N-swe."> um, <laughs> oh, no sway no Um and we've, we've really we've been um, sort of piloting this um, in the States, mm-hmm. as well as um, in Mexico. And <laughs>
0: huh. Wait, but, so, wait, is it, like,
3: a sweatband? Yeah, but it's, like, more than that, because... Um,
0: it just prevents you from sweating instead of just collecting your sweat?
3: Yeah, and there's, like, um, this anti-sweat, like... Um, spray, it's like all natural and it like goes into your temples when so you put it on. So it's a true spray. Yeah, and like it prevents you from sweating for like months after you wear it too. So, oh no. Um, so you only need to wear it once every couple and, of like, months. And like this technology has existed and we've just made it into like a fashion thing. So we've taken... So it's a
0: deodorant band.
3: It's really interdisciplinary design. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it's very <sighs> ugly. Like I'm not trying to... I mean
3: my initiative... Yeah, but, but this initiative... Well... I think, like, with, like, normcore fashion and, like, other, like these, like, <laughs> grassroots movements that have been, like, coming out through the fashion industry, like, this is really catering to that. Like, we're ugly. I wouldn't say ugly, but, like, um, we're personal design of, like, kind of, like, individuality mm-hmm. comes out. And so this is, like, part of, like, a body positive, sex positive kind of, like, I can do what I want. Well, I can why wear what I want. green Feminine.
0: slime? Is that the antiperspirant spray? or Yeah, that like,
3: I, that might have happened, like, with the altitude of the plant. Like, they're not supposed to. It's not supposed to No, paint. but you can have this one. Like, I I'm going to be generous and, like, give this to the show for, like, allowing me to have one. And Betsy, you can have one as well. Great.
0: I don't know. I'm so excited. Let's see. Is it toxic?
3: No, it's all natural. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from, like, a plant. A plant. um oh, In the oh, Amazon. Oh. It's, like, from Peru. 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 Peru.
0: Peru. 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 Is that it?
3: yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm saying
0: Parah. Okay. Yeah, Parah. Yeah, 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 yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: that's all right can you say azerbaijan
3: okay azerbaijan
0: wow that's actually pretty good that azerbaijan mm-hmm. mm. that's not bad mm. not bad at all well you guys anything you guys want to ask me i, I mean um, I'm, I'm here too <laughs>
1: uh, where, where, uh, uh, how long have you been doing this podcast?
0: The podcast. Yeah, this is
3: episode six. Nice. So six weeks. (laughs) Bumping. Yeah. I just want to say like how inspired I am by the variety of Michaels you've been able to bring in today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Can you name the the Michaels? I feel like you brought in like a strong sensual (laughs) Michael. Yeah. Um, you brought in like a fierce businessman Michael like yeah. you were going to be at the top no matter like what and I really appreciated that
4: mm-hmm.
3: Um and you brought in like this really artsy Michael mm-hmm. that was very like that one was challenging for me and so I'm glad you left it a little bit but wow. I'm just really imp- like the variety of Michael's have been. which
0: one's your favorite?
3: I really like the businessman yeah, one yeah
0: businessman that necktie really tied together <laughs> great <laughs> well before we get going before we wrap up this little bish
1: Boo-doo-doo.
0: Let's play a quick game. Do you guys are you guys familiar with the game Fuck Mary Kill? Yes. Well, on the show we sometimes play a variation of the game with our guests. It's not quite as raunchy. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you guys each a uh, scenario, a couple scenarios, and a couple names, and you tell me which one you would do this or this or this to. All right, Betsy, how about you go first? Okay. All right. So <clears throat> share a record collection with. Eat sushi off of, and kill. All right? Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House, and Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. Share a record collection with, eat sushi off of, and kill, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Paul Ryan, and Pete Wentz.
1: Um, kill Paul Ryan. Aw. Share a record collection. Would you give him a little kiss on the nose? No. No? Share a record collection with Ruth... And Ruth <laughs> We're on a first, first name, name basis So that's why I can share her record. Yeah. And Eats- What kind of records do you think she has? I Wasn't she in an opera recently? Was she? Yeah No way I can't remember which one Because I'm really bad at retaining facts But <laughs> there was an opera she was in I, I don't know what would be in it But like I actually am really interested in Record collections of people older than me Because I, I feel like There's more that happened in the past That I haven't listened to so I'd like I don't know. She'd probably listen to some dope shit. But yeah, I would sure. I would eat sushi off of the guy from Fallout Boy because <laughs> Pete Wentz. I'd like bite his nipple when I did it. Ooh. Like, <laughs> Wait, you do
0: know when you eat sushi of people, you don't <laughs> normally like eat it, like put your mouth off on the them. Well, you I would. You pick it up. <laughs> wow. Why would you want to bite Pete Wentz's nipple?
1: Just to hear him scream like a little bitch. <laughs> wow.
0: Okay, great. All right, Minnie. I don't like Fallout Boy. Well, I'm sure they don't like you either anymore. I'm sure they don't. <laughs> Mini Oswald. Mini Oswald, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mini Oswald. Alright, so now it's your turn. It's your turn. (laughs) Rent a one-bedroom bungalow in San Francisco with... Love it. Have a Gilmore Girls binge-watching session with... You know I love Gilmore Girls. ...and kill. Santa Claus, Frosty the Snowman, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rent a one-bedroom bungalow in San Francisco with... Have a Gilmore Girls watch sesh with and kill.
3: Right. Um... I don't really want to live with Santa. Mhm. I would love I would live with Fro- um not Frosty, I would live with um Rudolph.
0: Mm-hmm. He's a misfit.
3: I would love, like I think in San Francisco he'd do really well there. Yeah. Um What was the second one option?
0: Uh watch a Gilmore Girls
3: binge-watching sesh with a Frosty, definitely. Like we would oh, yeah. we would drink hot chocolate. We would cuddle like
0: You don't think hot chocolate would melt Frosty? I
3: don't like he'd be fine. I- I, I, like, that's just what I want to do, so we would figure that out.
0: And then you take his hat and sell it.
3: Yeah, and, like, it's temporary. Like, we would be friends for, like, a like a brief period and, like, per- period. And then one of us would, like, maybe, like, get in a fight and melt or whatever. And it'd be <laughs> fine. Great. Um, This is super easy for me, super clear. And I'd fucking, like, <laughs> wait, did I kill Santa?
0: Yeah, you could do, you just, you've killed Santa.
3: Wow, that's no, that's no good. Uh, yeah. Um.
0: Well, that's the choice, these are the choices you've made. This is the choice. Yeah, you I made. can like make
3: a new Santa. That's fine. Kids can be fine. <laughs> you have Santa. that I'm capability. I'm fucking kill Santa. It's, Like it's fine. My brand will like come out with like a new Santa, like a hottest Santa. All right. Well,
0: we. What are you doing over there, Betsy? I
1: have to pay my parking meter.
0: Oh. Well, <laughs> well we're wrapping up the show now. So. Betsy's. Betsy's bad Betsy's day. She's paying her
4: parking so meter. So much fun.
0: All right. Well. This has been the Michael the Pre-Variety Hour's last show before the holiday. Merry Christmas. Well, not Hanukkah. all the holidays. Hanukkah's already going on. But last last one before Christmas. So, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Betsy, for joining us.
1: Thanks for having us, Michael.
0: Thank you, Minnie.
1: I love the variety of Michaels.
0: Thank you. Me too.
1: Still paying my parking.
0: Come on back soon, you guys. Would love thank to. Thank you. This has been...
1: lovely to meet you Minnie I hope
3: that you yeah we should travel together so (laughs) here
0: is Betsy Sukup again with the song Singing Down the Walls anything you want to say about this song Betsy?
1: um it's one of my favorites
0: great alright here's Betsy Sukup with the song Singing Down the Walls bye michael dupree variety hour is recorded in wayn radio studio please make sure to subscribe and review the show on itunes if you're so inclined and if you would like to follow the show on social media you can find us on facebook and twitter at michael dupree vh the intro song to the michael dupree variety hour is somewhere in my mind by apache tomcat thanks for listening see you next week